everyone. I'm Pete. And I'm Tanya. This is What's the Dill. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. to talk about we're back oh <laughs> we're back i didn't get to intro myself yet <laughs> you always intro us <laughs> but i was so excited to intro us today <laughs> no you i'm sorry no you did a great job i I'm just, just meant, kidding babe. i needed to say my, i'm here i'm also here I, i'm here everyone i know <laughs> what are we talking about today today we're going to talk about fitness exercising and good habits Ooh. Everyone's going to love this one. <laughs> I mean, I don't think anybody really likes to exercise, or do they? Maybe some people find it therapeutic, but it... Go ahead. I was, I was waiting for you to go. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Maybe some people do find it therapeutic, but I find myself always being like, oh, okay, I have to, I have to exercise. It's never like a, yay, I get to exercise. I think we wanted to talk about fitness, exercise, and in these good habits because um, there's a strong connection with our spirits and then in our marriage between physical activity, exercise, athletics, and our marriage. And now, Tanya, you were a dancer growing up, right? Mm-hmm. So tell them a little about that. Okay. Yeah, I I started dancing at the age of two. I did gymnastics from the age of two also, but as I grew up, got to be 12 years old, I dropped gymnastics and was all dance, and I loved it. Yeah, and sports were a big deal for me growing up. Um, I loved playing sports, you know, everything on the street, at school, um, then in leagues, baseball and basketball, um, organized, that's what I played. Um, and then when I was like 14, I pretty much primarily just was playing basketball. I love playing sports growing up, and I think that there's a lot of benefits of playing sports, um, and being a kid who's playing sports, uh, it can help build self-esteem. You kind of see yourself doing good at something, uh, see yourself being part of a team, uh, see yourself having support from other guys or girls. Um, and there's like supporting you it can help build your self-esteem that you're like not in this game alone. You're not in this team alone. You're not in this life alone. Um, and when you do good at something, you score a point, you throw a touchdown, you hit a hit, you make a catch. People are like, Oh, I sound like such an old person saying all those, like when you shoot a football or you hit the home run field goal, like <laughs> using dated sports references. But when you do well at sports and people are like, hey, good job, they like build self-esteem. Now, obviously, we know that it can, you know, turn into like whatever arrogance or vanity or something. But it's great as a kid to get self-esteem built through that. Um, would you say it's the same for dancing? Or Yeah, I think... I think being a part of a team was really helpful. I think we've talked about, Pete, you and I have talked a lot about how, like, sometimes you do hard things even though you don't want to. And there is a benefit that comes out of it in the end. And I saw that in dance. I saw, like, the amount of work that we put into our competitive dances, the amount of effort and energy that we were putting in. And still having to like do school to to have dinner with our family to do the homework and put that into our schedule as well i think taught me good habits yeah tanya i think that segues really nicely into our second point which is sports exercise fitness dance 
builds good habits as a kid to then use these good habits as adults. Um, you know, you're working hard at a job, you have a boss that's kind of, you know, giving you a lot of deadlines. Well, you're right. Like when you're dancing, when you're playing basketball, you know, I play basketball in college. And like you said, there's schoolwork, there is, um, practice, there's weightlifting and all of these things kind of fill up your schedule and time. And there's a physical component to it. And you have a teacher being like, Hey, I need this paper and blah, 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 blah. And you learn how to just build good habits, good time management, and then to then still like execute. And when you're at a job and if a boss needs something, you can draw from that. You're like, okay, yeah, like I've, I've done this before as a kid when I was, you know, eight years old going to baseball practice. Maybe I didn't want to, but even though I always wanted to go to practice when I was younger, <laughs> I was dying to, but it can help build on the good habits as an adult. Yeah. Yeah. It helped us. Um, okay. So Pete. What exactly is your favorite sport? Because I know you're really athletic. So what would you say is your top? I'm so athletic, Apple. <laughs> My wife telling me I'm athletic. Thank you. Thank you, Tanya. <laughs> you guys got to get a wife that just says automatically, yeah, you're so athletic. That's... You are. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> So basketball is my favorite sport to play, but I actually grew up really loving baseball too. Like when I was a little kid, I loved baseball, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I loved playing baseball. Um, I remember like so distinctly, like sometimes like a baseball game would get rained out and just like putting on my uniform and just being a little kid, like sitting there being like, it's pouring rain outside and being like, oh, I think it's going to pass dad. I think it's going to pass. And he's like, it's not going to pass. And the field's going to be soaking. I'm like, no, it's going to pass. Like I wanted to play so bad. Um, I loved baseball. I still love baseball now. Like, you know, I've played in a few, you know, adult soft rec softball leagues, which are a ton of fun. Shout out to the average Joes in New Jersey. Um, that was some of the best summer times ever in my twenties playing, uh, rec league softball with a bunch of has-beens and wannabes and all of us. (laughs) Um, and, um, yeah, so I loved baseball uh, but I say basketball is a favorite, but I also, I, there's baseball will always have a special place in my heart. Aw, well, don't judge me, but I think you know this about me already. I don't really like baseball, or it's hard for me to sit and watch. Now, I have been to a couple games with you, like professional baseball games. They're, they are a little funner. Funner? Is that a word? Yes. <laughs> They're a little f- more fun it, live, but... They're still hard for me to get into. Baseball games are fun live because you do everything else but watch the baseball game. You're like, oh, there, right. <laughs> there's a fast pitch. There's a dunk it in. There's a like really good food. There's hot dogs. You know, there's guys shooting shirts into the uh, right. stands, you know, like. And you're sitting with all your friends. There's yeah. just like, it's an opportunity for good conversation. Yeah, yeah. Like... Great conversation. <laughs> a warm summer day, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, baseball games are great to go to because of all the things that aren't the baseball part of it. <laughs> but I actually love baseball games. I love going to live baseball games. Oh, Yankee Stadium, City Field. So great. <laughs> so another reason why we wanted to talk about sports, fitness, exercise is because um, there's a really big connection between the physical part of our bodies and the mental part of our bodies, the spiritual part of our bodies. Um, going for a good run, having a good workout, playing a game of basketball – doing a dance class, these are great ways to kind of elevate your mind, to kind of sweat it out and just like elevate your mind. And um, the deep connection that I have felt with the physical and the mental um, is like, you know, priceless. 
Yeah, I I do a lot of Pilates and yoga videos. I mean, I don't go to gyms right now just because of quarantine, but they have really great yoga videos, Pilates videos, because they're really focused on like your breathing. They're really focused on kind of like centering yourself. They're really focused on taking a moment to yourself at the end of the day and connecting your mind and your body. Um, and it feels good. And I, you sweat it out, like you said, and I just really enjoy the exercises that really focus in on your breathing. It definitely helps me. Yeah. Um, exercise is so key for a clear mind. Um, I know that everyone has different levels of how much they like exercise or physical activity, but it's been proven that there are great psychological benefits of like consistent exercise. Um, for me personally, it's like I need to have exercise in my life, sweating in my life. I need to have some sort of physical activity. I think more clearly. My mind is sharper. I'm more at ease. I'm less agitated. I'm a better husband when I'm consistently exercising. You definitely never regret exercising. Like nobody ever says, oh, I'm going to go to the gym. I mean, everybody says that and I don't want to. And then they go and work out. Nobody ever comes out of the gym saying like, I'm so mad I did that, which is encouraging for me because every time I say that I don't want to go for a run or I don't want to do a workout, I'd rather just kind of lay down. I always remember like, but I know after it, I'm not going to regret it. I'm going to feel better. So that always helps me. Yeah, it's an instant mood builder. Um, it helps your mood. Um, again, that's been proven. I know it's helped for me. And for you, Tanya. Um, so it's a there's a strong, strong connection between the mind and the body. And exercise really can unite the two into like having the best version of myself. That's what I think. And I think for you too as well, Tanya, right? Yeah. And it helps with uh, so many other things too. It's not just about like staying fit, staying healthy, but it helps my mental health like crazy. Like I – as I've, as we've said, I have a lot of anxiety and I go through some like bouts of depression and panic attacks and really doing some exercises, physical exercises, like always, always, always helps. So I think the application into our marriage is that two things. Twofold. <laughs> twofold. It's twofold. Uh, one is that it's a fun way to spend time together, like you said earlier. It's a fun way to spend quality time together and to do an activity together, going for walks, going for little jogs, um, you know, and maybe I'll talk on those jogs. <laughs> good way and I listen. <laughs> a good way for me to process. Right. Um, but it's a great activity to do together. Mm -hmm. So if your love language is quality time, if you give or receive uh, quality time love language, exercising together is a great way to um, to spend time together. It has been for us. Yeah. And then secondly, it's a very easy way to stay accountable with your spouse and to um, keep challenging each other. So there are times, Tanya, it's like, hey, Peter, are you going to work out right now? And I'm like, yeah, like I am going to work out. Mm -hmm. uh, or I'll say, hey, Tanya, like, do you want to go for a run? Uh, and you're like, yeah, like, you know, what? let's go for a run. So we kind of push each other and we also hold each other accountable. So like, if, Tanya, there's been times where maybe you or I haven't worked out as much as we have in the past and we hold each other accountable so it's a great step for accountability 
because exercise is easy. Then when it comes to the harder things of accountability, there is some muscle memory there to hold each other accountable. Right. It's easier for us to call each other out or, like you said, keep each other accountable when we do it almost every day in a very easy way through saying like, oh, are, are you sure you don't want to work out with me? <laughs> like, Why? Am I looking a little pudgy around the, around the love handles? So, Tanya, I think one of the cool things about our first year and some change of marriage has been working out together. Um, it's been a really, really fun way to spend time with each other. And it's been great to just, you know, stay active and stay fit with you doing it. You know, not just something I'm doing by myself, but with you. It's awesome. Yeah, it's been a good, like you said, it's been a good quality time activity to do. Yeah, and I think we would encourage any young couples out there to try it. Go for a run together. Um, it's a great way to talk. Uh, one will listen and one will talk. <laughs> so if you're a talker and you just want to like maybe process at the end of the day, why don't you do it while going for a jog? I know I personally love doing it. I love going for a jog and talking. <laughs> But, um, you know, staying fit, exercise, that's a part of our lives individually, and it's a part of our married life. Yeah. I'm really grateful that when we got married, Pete, you kept the idea of working out very relevant in our life because, obviously, it can be very easy to, like, go into the mindset of, like, oh, we're married. I'm married. Like, ah, we don't have to work out anymore. Mission accomplished. Yeah. <laughs> but you just really kept it very relevant. And I'm really grateful for that because I don't think I actually would have without you. And you're, you're good at it. You like, you push us. That's for sure. But that's what I'm saying, Tony, is that your background as a dancer allows you to like draw from those good habits you built as a kid that you're able to like jump into going for runs or exercising or doing Pilates because you were a dancer growing up. And that's what I was talking about earlier. (laughs) Full circle. So we love exercising together. Uh, Fitness is a big part of our married life, um, and it's been a great way to um, challenge each other in our first year of marriage and also do something together in our first year of marriage. Um, So let us know your guys' fitness routines, whether it's as an individual or as a couple. Um, Yeah, send us an email. Let us know what you guys do, whether it's early morning, whether it's at night after work, whether it's midday lunch workout. Let us know your guys' workout regimen or if you want to start a workout regimen. Yeah, because we're running out, actually. We're running out of, like, videos. We've done so many. We're running out of things that keep us, like, entertained while we work out. So if you have any new workouts, send them our way. That'd be awesome. Okay, so we have our segment now, That Thing You Do, and (laughs) I'm going to be asking Pete a question. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. Pete, why do you love, quote-unquote, twinkle lights? And maybe you can explain to people what you even mean by twinkle lights. (laughs) Twinkle lights are like Edison bulbs, like the little clear icicle lights or the little Edison bulbs like they have in, I don't know, like industrial bars where, you know, they're like, it's like a, like, like Thomas Edison bulb hanging down. That's what I love the aesthetics of twinkle lights or Edison bulbs in like a restaurant, in a bar, um, an outdoor setting, a wedding venue. Um, We had them at our wedding. I love twinkle lights. I don't know. They make me feel cozy. (laughs) 
<laughs> they make me just feel like I love the look of it. I think it's classy. Um, I love when something's like an outside and an inside look. Like I love like where you can eat outside, you know, like next to a tree that has twinkle lights. I don't know. It's like being a part of nature, but also being a part of like a city. (laughs) (laughs) We have twinkle lights out in our patio, actually, which you purposely put up like a week after getting married. (laughs) Well, I also think it's like really harsh lights. I don't like really harsh lights. Like in an apartment, in a house, you know, when there's like super harsh, bright lights, it's like, I'm always like, what is this? Like, or like the hospital lights? I hate those. Yeah, like hospital lights. Like, who likes hospital lights? No, right. you throw a couple twinkle lights up there, throw a couple Edison bulbs in each room, and people in hospitals will be feeling much better. <laughs> you might be onto something. It's called light therapy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but I, I love, um, yeah, I like twinkle lights or like that kind of like outdoor lighting. Like soft outdoor lighting. (laughs) Well, now we know. Now we know why you love, quote unquote, twinkle lights and what twinkle lights mean to Pete Dill. But like we'll pass somewhere here in Texas and I'm like, oh, look at at those twinkle lights in that bar. That looks great. That looks like a lot of fun. Like, okay, they just threw up a few Edison bulbs in a. Yeah, and that you're sold. You're sold sold on going there. Like, oh, those are nice. Nice. That looks good. But do you guys like them? Like, do you guys or girls out there like Twinkle Lights, Edison Bowls? It's it's a nice setting. It's a nice aesthetic, right? It is. Yeah. You definitely, though, like, you yell them out when there's Twinkle Lights around the city, which I love. I love that you, you're an easy sell. Like, if you see, like you said, Twinkle Lights anywhere, you'll be like, oh, we're going there for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Looks nice. How much is it? I don't care. We're going there. <laughs> well, good to know. Thank you, Pete. Now we know. Now we know. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. Um, This was a great episode. You know, thank you uh, all for subscribing and reviewing. Um, If you haven't already, please review, subscribe our podcast, follow us on Spotify, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Um, This is just continue to be so much fun for us. And we're so happy that this is uh, being a part of your day. We're so happy to be a part of your day. Yeah. Yeah, we hope you enjoy listening to us and hearing about our marriage. And we'd love to hear from you. And uh, until next time, guys. Bye, guys. Thank you. See you later.